Carolyn, one of the essential things that people need, of course, is clothing. But after a flood, clothing can be mud-covered, kind of icky. You oversee an outreach that's very unique, and it helps people a lot. Why do you do this? Well, because of just that very reason, if you can imagine losing everything you have to a storm or whatever, uh, these people don't have anything left. And immediately after, there's definitely nothing. A lot of times there's donations, but that takes a while. So we try to get in there as soon as we can and do whatever we can to help them. So recently you were in eastern Kentucky, which had massive flooding. What, what was the situation like? Really sad. Uh, most of eastern Kentucky, as you know, is mountainous. So most of the people live in the valleys or the hollows, they call them. And, uh, of course, when this happened, it all come flooding right down through there. And it took away their homes, took away their cars, took a, wiped out schools, uh, damaged hospitals. It was pretty severe for that area. When you and your team were there, uh, how many people would you say that you served? Oh, gosh. Uh, well, we would do as many, 75 loads of laundry a day. And then with the two units we had, we had up to 2,530. And uh, we also did shires for the community. Uh, they didn't come in and use the shires as much as they did use the laundry. And these washers and dryers are sort of portable? How does that work? No, they're on a trailer. They're on a unit, and there is, I think, four washers or five washers and six dryers. Uh, we They have it all hooked up and ready to roll. It's a mobile unit. The people come, drop off their clothing. We tag it, then run it through for them, and then give them a call when it's done. And in reading about what you did, I understand also that you fold the clothing as well. Oh, yes. You don't want to just dry them and <laughs> wad them up in a bag. We try to fold it nice so that, you know, they feel like something special has been done for them. What kind of reaction do you get from people? Surprise. Surprise. They are uh, amazed that there's somebody out there willing to do something like this, and there's no charge. I mean, you know, this is out of the love of our hearts and to serve the Lord. So um, they're pretty well taken away by it. And Carolyn, what, what is in your heart when you do this? Why do you do it? Well, I guess you'd say it's a calling. Uh, my husband served at 9-11, and uh, at the time he was employed, but he was off work that week. He was on a long break, and uh, he went up there, and we both said when we retired, we were going to do this. So that's basically what we've done. Do people talk to you when when you accept their laundry? Do they have stories they want to share or they want to pray oh, or just, what's it like? Yeah, definitely. We usually try to have a chaplain on board so that, you know, sometimes they just need to voice what's happened to them. They need to get it off of their mind or they need to talk about it a little bit so they quit, you know, it quits festering inside of them and they need to know there's other people going through the same thing and when you get them together and they begin to talk to one another, it, it they help one another and, and we try to help them. And it sounds like to me from what you're saying that even though you're blessing people, somehow you're getting a blessing back by doing this as a volunteer. Absolutely. I mean, 
we get blessed. Sometimes I say more than they do. Uh, you go out to help people, and then you receive the blessings without a doubt. All right. Carolyn, I thank you so much for, for talking with us. Okay. Glad to help.